What's going on, everybody? Today's episode, we're reliving an episode that we did years ago, and it's called Cigar Frequently Asked Questions. So stay tuned because it's the burndown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. My name is Justin, a.k.a. The Dapper Cigar. This gentleman across from me is... A.k.a. A.k.a. Eric, a.k.a. Brother Cigar. A.k.a. Slick Rick, a.k.a. EJ DJ, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Your Mother's Favorite. That's right. Your Mother's mother's Favorite. favorite. A.k.a. Easy E. Easy. Easy. I'm a little jittered right now because, as you can see, we already have a drink poured. We already are smoking a cigar because 50 minutes into the previous episode we we're basically done with the episode we were done finishing the episode we were doing all these cigar frequently asked questions and justin who usually has the audio on his computer had a screen up because we were going through the questions and as we were about to end it the audio was all jazz and funked up so here we are round two and we're just gonna go right into it so before we do that let me just drop the plug really quick yep let's do it um, if you're new to this channel, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, please hit the bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new video. If you're an audio file, wherever you're listening, please give us the highest rating and share it with a friend and drop a review. Uh, check out our website, burndownpodcast.com. Become a member. It's $5 a month. You get exclusive access to discount codes to five partnering stores. Plus, you get entered into a monthly only members giveaway where we give away cigar spirits, accessories, and more. Also, check out our newest cigar, The Blueprint. Available now at Flying Cigars. Just go to our website and you can click the link and purchase it there. If you are a member of our website, if you become a member for the $5 a month, you get a 15% discount code to the blueprint. Hell yeah. So be sure to do that. Burndownpodcast.com. So Eric, let's get right into this. Uh, We are drinking Decoy Cab Sav. It's a rarity on the Burndown Podcast that we drink wine, which is kind of interesting because I love red wine. But Eric had a quick little story of why we're drinking wine. Well, yeah, quick story real quick. I, for uh, <laughs> quick, sto- quick story real quick. Over the weekend, I was uh, with my family. I was with my mother-in-law's side of the family. And I found out uh, her cousin's husband is the VP of sales for Farniente wine. And uh, apparently it's a very high-end exclusive wine, you know, with a bottle that we were drinking it's about $150. He, it's good stuff. It's retails good stuff. for 300 bucks. It is good stuff. And it was phenomenal. So now me and Justin, he goes, what do you want to drink? And I said, listen, I was drinking a little red wine yesterday or the other day with the cigar. It was good. Let's just do some red wine. We haven't done it in a while. Justin so that's said, what we're doing. said, say less. I love red wine. And here we are. I got plenty of it. Every time I go to the liquor store, I always get like at least six bottles of wine. Or I'll buy 12 because if you buy a case, you get a discount. Yeah. And I always just mix and match because we always go through wine. And then what we're smoking... Is I'm smoking a um, Arturo Fuente Destino Al Siglo. This is the uh, the Amistad, which is their Robusto five by fifty. And Eric, what are you smoking? Uh, today I'm a Lancero Ho, mm. smoking a Lancero by um, Coldwell Cigars, and it, I think it's a, one of the versions of Long Live the King, right? L O L O L T K. Long Live the King, yeah. Long Long Live the King. So about halfway through, and let's cheers. All right, so let's get this episode going again. So we trials got trials and tribulations of podcasting. Let's do it. Cheers. Salud. Chin chin. All right. Cigar fact. FAQ. Frequently asked questions. What do you got? First one. So a good question that we get asked pretty often is how do I select a cigar? Right? So 
like like we were saying earlier, it really depends on your mood. It really depends on your palate. Palate. And it really depends palate. on and, – and it can depend on what you like to drink or what you don't like to drink. And yeah. Go into a little bit like So that. typically when anybody asks me, you know, what cigar should I start out with or what cigar should I try, my counter question to that is – what do you typically drink? Because if you are a white wine, a light beer, a vodka drinker, your palate is probably not accustomed to some of the stronger flavors. So mm-hmm. I'll start you off with something mild, maybe mild plus. If you drink, let's say, IPAs or you might even – even if you drink like Pinot Noir, um, it's a little bit fruitier, you might be accustomed to medium cigars. If you drink – or if you drink like Reposado Tequila or Añejo Tequila, you might be accustomed to a medium cigar. Your palate is. But if you drink whiskey or bourbon, right, scotch – you're probably already um, accustomed to stronger flavors, so you can handle a medium to full-bodied cigar. So that's typically the question I'll ask. And if you're not sure, if you don't drink at all, then just start mild. Start mild and work your way up. Yeah, that's what I tell people all the time. I mean, listen, if, if I ask people, what do you like to drink? Well, I, I, you know, I don't drink or I don't, really, I don't really drink too much or I'll have an occasional bourbon or a red wine. I'm like, all right, well, if you're not a, too big of a drinker, I just say start, start off mild like everybody else or most people. Start with a Connecticut wrapper smoke that as many times as you want and bump it up to a medium see if you like it if you don't stay where you are if you do keep going you can even go with if you're not a drinker do you drink coffee or tea and if they drink i'm a tea drinker okay you might want to go with you know mild if you're a coffee drinker how do you like your coffee light and sweet all right probably mild to medium do you drink it just milk maybe medium do you drink espresso do you drink just black you're probably okay with a medium to full yeah so uh let's see should i be careful when handling and holding a cigar. I mean. Yeah, I would say you know, treat it with respect. Don't be like tossing it around and like. Yeah, it's not a cigarette or it's not like, you know, it's not a beer can. You can just chuck it around and drink it after that. And I would also be careful with um, when you're smoking. And a lot of people like to like, you know, keep it in your teeth. Be careful because if you're chewing on the end, you could rip it up and start unraveling it. Yeah, that's a big so, thing too. Don't be like ah, chewing on the whole thing. And don't be like licking the whole thing, getting it all a good super point, wet. A good point is, I know some people who when they smoke a cigar, they rip the wrapper right off right away. No, you know, so there's a reason why there is a the wrapper on the cigar. But to answer that, to answer that statement is, don't rip the wrapper off right away. Wait till the cigar is burned close enough where it's melting, that little adhesive on the wrapper, and then mm. you take it off. Because if you take it off as soon as you smoke it. It might be not. It might not be ready yet, and you can rip the cigar wrapper off, and then your whole cigar is done from there. Do you know the fun fact of why the labels are on the cigars? Yes, but tell me anyway, Justin. No, you tell me why they. So back in the day, people had you know nasty hands, and they had the oil. And they didn't want the oils from the tobacco on the cigar, so they put a wrapper on it. So you you know basically your index and your uh, thumb can hold it. And do you know who was that 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 introduced that? No, I do not. Uh, it was Queen, I think it was Queen Elizabeth really? that introduced it. Why it surprise me a female, a female would want to make it a little more clean, a little more cleanliness. It was. A little more cleanse. Um, I can't find it, but uh, I think it was a queen. Here's Cigar Fiction in the 1830s. Let's see here. Doesn't matter. Go on to the next question and I'll find it. So, another good question. Oh, Catherine. Uh, once upon a time, Russia 200 years ago lived a bossy queen who was known as Catherine the Great. It said she ordered her cigars wrapped in silk to protect her royal fingers from tobacco stains. Catherine the Great. Okay. It was a queen, so I was not. Uh... Catherine the Great. I like Catherine the Great better anyway. The other one is 
the next one is what is toasting? So obviously people who are watching and listening for a long time, obviously are cigar aficionados, cigar advocates, cigar people. So they know what this is, but not everyone who listens and watches is always a cigar person. We do have a lot of new people all the time that will message us and say they watch because they want to learn more. So toasting the cigar is essentially, we call it the pre-light ceremony. So it's getting your cigar started. So you're taking the lighter or the match, whatever you're using to ignite your cigar, and you're burning or toasting the bottom of the foot. You're getting all those long filler tobaccos ignited and getting ready. And like Justin says all the time, you can smoke a cigar usually right from toasting it if you do it properly. If not, toast the cigar for about 10 seconds. Make sure it has a circular burn. You know, you see all the ambers. The, the cigar is full of orange. And then you can just take the cigar, put it in your mouth, finish it off. And, Pause. Uh, take the cigar after you're done <laughs> toasting, put it in your mouth, and continue lighting until you have maximum smoke ample. There is no mouth. way to say that. Toast the cigar, put it in your mouth, and finish it off. Like, there's no way to say that. You know how many times I've tried to explain to people like toasting and then you finish it off in your mouth? There's no way you can say it without it being dirty. You know, and maybe it's a good thing this uh, preview, the other episode didn't get didn't get recorded because we were saying some really there's you know, no way to not we were say saying it. some really questionable things but not even realizing it. So, um, so another question that we get is, or that's frequently asked, is cellophane. Do you keep it on your cigars? Or you take it off. Recently, I've been keeping it on. Um, I don't do you think it makes a difference? No, I don't think it makes a difference. I used to do it just because I like I used to like just my cigars being naked in my humidor and not seeing any plastic. But over the over the last maybe six months or so, I've just been leaving it as I get them. So if it comes with a wrap uh, cellophane or not, I'll just put it in. But I think it might, if anything, hold maybe some more benefits depending on how long it was stored in the cellophane. Like if it was in a humidor at sixty nine degrees at 70 percent 70, uh, humidity, and you take it could be humidified and temp store temp i don't know what i'm trying to say store the humidity in the in the plastic yeah, in the plastic yeah and uh that's why they call it the, you know the yellow cello because it's aged very well uh, but i don't really think it really matters no i i would say it's personal preference me i take the cellophane off i do like the look of the cigars and i personally think that it's more natural than the cigars will because when they're aging like when you're aging your tobacco you're not aging it in yeah cellophane um, or when your cigars are resting they're not in cellophane they're resting out of the, by themselves in their yeah. natural habitat so i personally take my cellophane off however i think that if they did a scientific experiment about the dip there probably is a slight difference is it significant noticeable probably mm-hmm. not you're probably more along the lines of it's like a maybe a fraction of a percent as opposed to three, four, five percent. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it really makes a difference. Um, but the advantage of having a cellophane is if you're trying to age cigars, you can tell when they're ready because you get the yellow cello, which is the oils coming out from inside the cigar yeah. and they, they stain the wrapper. So that could be an indicator. Whereas if they're not in cellophane, you may not know that. You may not know that. You'll have to go for plume, yeah. which 95% of the time is not plume. I mean, cigars <laughs> have been around for a long ass time. I feel like if they weren't meant to be in cellophane or if they had adverse effects after a long time, they would just either tell you to take it out as soon as possible or not even do it. So Another advantage, like cellophane, a lot of times is they put them on there because when you sell them in cigar lounges, all your customers are coming in and they're not like picking up the cigar and like mm-hmm. feeling it and putting it back. True. If you have cellophane on it, it protects it so that when you actually decide to smoke it, it doesn't have 15 people's fingers on it. That's a good point too. Um, That's a really good point. So anyway, 
Uh, I mean, this is another frequently asked question, but we'll just go really quick. How do I cut a cigar? I was just um, going to say best ways to cut a yeah, cigar. Best way to cut a cigar. You know, typically three three ways. Straight cut, which is just your regular cutter like this. Take off the top, the cap of the cigar. If they call it the shoulder, you take the cap off. Looks like this. It's all you want. Uh, you got a V cut, which sounds exactly like it. It's a cutter shaped in a V. You just slice it down the middle of the cigar. It cuts into a V. And you have a punch cut. Which literally is just a tool that is a piece of metal that's in a circular form, and you punch the cigar, the top of the cigar, take it out. It's just like a hole punch. It's a hole yeah. punch for the cigar. I believe we did a video how how to cut a cigar. Yeah. Um, on the on the podcast, so check out the video if you want to hear more. And they're come, always coming out with newer ways. I know there's uh, forgot what what they call it, but it's essentially like three or four spikes that are acts like a punch cut, but it doesn't punch a hole. It punches oh, yeah. four spikes in there. Um, you could also do the crown cut, which is just a double V. Mm-hmm. Do V cut one way, V cut the other way. All those are these fancy cuts. Some people say it, you know, you can get a better draw and this, that, and the next. I'm old school. I just straight cut everything. I like straight cut. Okay, it's classic. And the, and here's okay. So here's a piece of a, a tip with a straight cut is you can use a straight cutter on any cigar, but you can't use a V cutter or a punch cut. On any cigar, because if you have a tapered cigar like a torpedo, mm. you can't punch cut a torpedo. True. It's gonna be very difficult. And if you can V cut a torpedo, but you're probably gonna have to V cut a number of times because you're only gonna hit off a, a little tip of the cigar. Um, so I think a straight cut is the most versatile. You can yeah. use it with any cigar you have. And if you have a Lancero, you're not really gonna punch cut a Lancero because there's not much cigar to punch if you can just straight cut. So True. that's True. a little uh, tip of the day. Here you go. Um, is wrapper color an indication of cigar strength? Now, Short answer, no. <laughs> it's, it can be like a – it's a little bit of a yes and no question. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, most of the time if you're in a cigar shop and you're looking at a Connecticut wrapper, nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be a mild cigar. Or milder than mild-er. the same – yeah. Um, but it's not always the case. There are mild – uh, Connecticut rappers that actually have a medium or full profile, yeah, and they will it will shock you. So it's no, because like what you said earlier, you know, if there's any indication that it's not, uh, no, right. di- no difference, then of course it has to be. It's yeah, no like difference. if you answer that question, yes, that means all all yeah, Connecticut wrap cigars are mild, which is not the case so the answer automatically has to be no yeah right because for instance the padron de maso we we were, we were talking about this the padron de maso is connecticut wrapped but it is not a mild cigar the cohiba connecticut is connecticut wrapped but it is not really a mild cigar it's, it's more medium and if not medium plus yeah. then again if you get the oliva connecticut that's a milder cigar you get some of the davidoff connecticut's those are milder cigars um but so the answer to the question is no because yeah, like I said, 90, 90% of the time, it probably will be a, like, we're just talking about Connecticut, Connecticut wrappers. 90% of the time, it will be a, a lighter or more mild cigar. But like I said, not all. And if you have two of the same blends, but one is, let's say, if two, and one is Connecticut wrap, one's broadleaf, then the obviously, you know, the Connecticut is going to be more mild than the broadleaf no if doubt. they're the same cigar flat out. 100%. So. What's the best way to light a cigar, Justin? So there's really – it's personal preference. There are 
ways that you should not light that you should not light a cigar and that is whatever you're using so there's three different things you can use you can use cedar spills you can use matches you can use torches or lighters what you don't want to do is you don't want to take the flame and stick it directly into the foot of the cigar this is going to burn the cigar it's going to give you all sorts of nasty flavors and you might even damage the cigar you do want to just toast it like eric said before as you lightly um burn or lightly roast the end of the cigar and then you can finish it off in your mouth pause um, <laughs> say it again. It's so because it, you can't it, not say it. How are you going to say toast a cigar, put it in your mouth, and then finish it off? No. So you finish lighting it, I guess. Yeah. So toast a cigar, then you can finish the cigar by puffing on it while you light, remaining to light the cigar you as you puff on it. But it's so it's so more fluent just yeah. to say finish off. Yeah. In so your, in your mouth, I would say. The most natural way is with a cedar spill yeah. because there's no chemicals. It's just cedar piece. A cedar spill is essentially a long strip of cedar that you can touch to a flame, light it with a, with a, another match or a cigar, and then it's all natural cedar burning. And it smells so good. It smells great, and it's the most natural way because there's no chemicals. Um, if you are using a match, just let the sulfur tip burn off first before you get the sulfur burn chemicals in your cigar. And then if you're using torches, butane burns very uh, clean. I would not use Bic lighter. Don't use a Bic lighter, please. If you're buying cigars, just get yourself a torch. Be a man. That should be a one. Don't light your cigar with a torch. Use a Bic lighter. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> the exact opposite. Don't light your cigar with a Bic lighter. Get yourself a torch. Be a man. Um, but I will not. Don't light it with like Zippos because the Zippos will have lighter fluid and you'll get a nasty lighter Ugh. fluid taste. Yeah, don't do that. Um, that's so, yeah, good, good point. Unless you get a unless you get a torch Zippo insert, which is pretty cool. Now this is a very interesting question. That, um, what is the best way of extinguishing a cigar? Why don't why do most cigar people hate when you put it out like a cigarette and not just let it rest and die out? You had a good answer to this. It's called respect. R e s b e c t. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. It's called having respect for the cigar and for who made the cigar. If you made something, right? If you spent all of your 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 time and energy into making this consumable art, as Jay London would call it, you don't want to see somebody crushing it into the – just let it – it will go out on its yeah. own. And on top of that is if you're smoking a cigar and you're smoking it all the way down to, you know, you can barely hold it in your fingers. Your nub, yeah. Just toss it in the ashtray. You don't need to crush it. Just toss it. It'll go out on its own, and that's fine. A lot of times, people say that if you crush it, not it, smoking a cigar, it gives off a, ba- a bad smell, a bad aroma. Uh, um, okay. I don't. I don't really know. If you're used to cigars, you may not really pick that up. But just yeah, let it go out. It's I fine. Guess, I guess you know if you're fermi- What is the word? Fermentating or uh, not fermenting? But it's like you're. You're exposing more of the tobacco by freaking stabbing it in the in the ashtray and just like kind of being, just let it go out. Yeah, just let it go out. Show some respect for the cigar and who made it. Smoke it, enjoy it, let it go out. It's fine. You don't need to put it like and stomp it on the ground. You don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What are there any differences between the blends of a diff of different? Are there any differences between the blends of different size cigars in the same line? That's a good question. Yeah. So this is where if it's the same line, typically there's no difference in between the sizes. So for instance, if you have Oliva series, let's say called Oliva. Oliva makes the cigars. If you have the series V, that is a line that they have of Oliva. 
The Series V, whether it's Robusto, Toro, Lancero, it's all the same blend. Same long filler tobacco, same binder, same wrapper. However, the different sizes will taste different because, for instance, if you have a Toro and a Lancero, same blend, same everything, the Toro is going to taste more like the long filler and the Lancero is going to taste more like the wrapper mm. because the ratios are different. Mm. So the answer to the question is usually the same lines will have the same blends, but different sizes are not going to – will taste different. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think um – I mean, you can do essentially you can do anything, right? Right. It's, you can yeah. make a robusto and a toro, and you can have X Y Z tobacco and the robusto, and then Z Y X tobacco and the toro. But typically, it'll just taste different just by the amount of tobacco based on the size. I don't know if you mentioned it, but like a lancero is going to taste different than a robusto. Yeah, because yeah. you have more you have more uh, wrapper leaf on the lancero and more long filler tobacco on the robusto. Right. Yeah. So that's that's where the, the, the different profiles come. But in. again, for Oliva, like if you had the Oliva Series V and the Oliva Series O, those are two completely different blends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like I said, the they will taste different. If you really try to notice it, you will taste differences. So what does it mean when you say it's a diameter cigar? <laughs> diameter. So what? So the, yeah. the, the thing is, is what is what is ring gauge and how is it measured? How do you measure a cigar? Depends so, on where you are in this world. So we're gonna go United States, America, America, America. I mean, it goes by the length of the cigar. So typically, a robusto inches, is, yep. is five inches, so it'd be five, and then the diameter of the, the ring cigar, gauge. The ring gauge is fifty fourth, fifty fourth of a sixty fourth, uh, <laughs> fifty four of a six of a sixty fourth inch, sixty fourth inch. Yeah, they do. They they measure in sixty fourths of an inch. Of an inch. So if yeah. you had a robusto and it's a fifty ring gauge, it's fifty sixty fourths of an inch. Yeah. Uh, if you're in other parts of the world, they do it in millimeters. Yeah, I get, I get tongue twisted sometimes. It's hard to say. Yeah, like fifty four sixty fourths of an inch. Fifty fifty yeah. sixty fourths of an inch. You think of it like this: if you have a sixty four ring, it's one inch across. Yeah. So if you're looking down, if you're looking at the mouth of the cigar where you put your lips, it's one inch in width. Yeah. It's if it's a sixty four yeah. ring, if it's a thirty two ring. It's half an inch. Okay. Great math. So most, you're not really going to see those most of the time. It's like a 48 would be three quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll probably see a 48. 52, 54, 56. Yeah. You know, a, a Toro is like a 6 by 56. A Robusto, 50, 5 by 50, 5 by 52. You'll typically find anywhere from 46 to 56. Yeah. Those are the most common. Right. I'd say, yeah. 60. I would actually branch it up to 60 because a lot of people are making 60s now. Yeah. Um. What else we got here? Oh, here you go. How do I blow a smoke ring? <laughs> Practice. Practice. We're not talking about the game, man. We ain't talking about the game I love. We're talking about practice. We're talking about man. practice, man. No, I mean, how do you blow a smoke ring? I mean, it, it, you do have to practice. It is kind of like, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, you hold the smoke in your mouth, you shape your lips as an O, and then you kind of, you know, push out through, you know, through your through your mouth, and you kind of just give it a little, a kind of like a little cough. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, it's not like you're blowing like a whistle where you're blowing air out. You're doing more of a push, like from the back of your throat. That was a good one. There you go. Oh, right around the bottle, oh, bottle of wine, baby. That would be – talk about a game, trying to play like horseshoes but blowing smoke <laughs> rings onto a bottle. Hell, yeah. That would be like sports center shit. If we posted a video of that, if we had time to do that, that would be a freaking – that's all just luck of airflow. There's no way that you those could – Those are like those freaking vaping videos that people used to do. They used to like make these crazy vape things. 
But yeah, I mean, essentially, there you go. There's a, there's a nice little one. There's a nice little one too. You know, at the back end, so yeah. I didn't have that much smoke. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's no. it's practice. It's more of a push. You're doing like a, like you're pushing with, with the back of your throat, and you're kind of trying to push the air out. You're not blowing the air out. Yeah. That's the only way I can describe it. You're pushing the air out from the back of your throat. You're not blowing it. That's a good way of putting it. You know, and I think we're. Yeah. Pause. Um, <laughs> what is the best way to store a cigar? To store a cigar? Store a cigar. Anywhere from 65 degrees to 75 degrees, anywhere from 65 to 75%. I would just say 70 70 is a bit. Is... Yeah, I usually keep the 70 70 rule, and people are like, what's the best? I just say 70 70 rule. Or, or 68, 68. Yeah, I would. I like to keep the humidity and the temperature the same. I don't. I try not to vary. I don't want it 65 and 70. Not that that's a. You big could deal. really like. I always say between 68 and 72. I have. A, I keep a tighter range when I tell people. But really, you can go 65 to 75. If you're on the higher, if you're over that, you run the risk of growing mold and getting tobacco beetles. Yeah. So if you're higher, if the temperature is too high, now you have a hot and humid climate, and you have chance of growing mold. Chance of growing beetles. The beetles will hatch. Um, if you are too cold, now it's cold in a humid climate, so it's basically it it kind of slows the aging process a little bit. Um, if you're too moist, Immersed. now you're going to get um, your cigars won't smoke won't smoke well. They'll you have to keep relighting them because it's yeah. too wet. Um, it's squishy. You also, yeah. you can get you can get mold that way. If it's too dry, you run the risk of cracking, and they're going to burn. They're not going to smoke. You're going to get more of that harsh flavor. Mm. So I would just say 68 to 72 on both ends. Yeah. Um, Percentage and, and temperature. I, you know, no, nothing more than 75 and nothing less than 65. That's what, yeah, 65, 75 is like the extended range. Yeah. But I think the the more accurate range is 68, 72. You know, when I get a 75, I'm like, eh, too, yeah. too close. To like my, so in my humidor, one of the things registers 75%, but there's different levels. One of them registers 75%. Um, but it's on the bottom of the, of the humidor. And I think it needs to be calibrated a little bit. Um, but the, the top one measure, measure 70%. That's more accurate. Mm. So I have to recalibrate it. So I'm, I'm not really too concerned with it. Um, cause that's on the high end that it, the max that it shows up most of the time it's 72. Sometimes it maxes out. But, um, I think it's my, my cigar oasis is a little bit not faulty, but it's not calibrated as well off the factory as it could be. So I set it to seventy five, um, yeah. But, but then, but like I said, I set it to seventy five. But what's actually measured is seventy. Um, that's how I was able to. Because if I set it lower than that, then it's going to measure sixty five and not be where I want it to be. Hundred percent. So I see what you're saying. Right. Anyway, that's the trial and error, though. That's with experience. You figure out how to. And that's and that's the burn downs frequently asked questions. That's burn down frequently asked questions, man. We're running right at about coming up on a half an hour. So. Perfect. That's what we wanted. Keep it short and simple and sweet. So if you if you guys have any other questions, please drop a comment, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email, go to our website and hit the contact form. We love to we'll love to answer all of your questions. Uh, we get them I get them daily on on Instagram oh, yeah. all the time. Uh, but Thank that's you. gonna do it for us here at the Burn Now. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, if you like this video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that bell. Bing. So you get notified every time we now drop a new episode. Become a member on our website, burndownpodcast.com. Exclusive discounts, mon- monthly giveaways, and of course, it gives you a direct link 
It's the cigarflyingco.com. Buy the blueprint. And if you're a member on the Burndown website, you already get 15% off a box of Burndown blueprints. Or the five packs. We're selling them in five packs and boxes, flyingcigars.com. It's available now. Just go to the website. Sold, you know, we sold over, I, be, I believe, 35 boxes already within maybe a month. I think we're, yeah, 35 approaching 40. Yeah. They're available in um, a, a bunch of stores in Long Island. So if you're a Long Island native, um, they're in Matador Cigars, three locations. They're in Village Cigar Headquarters, two locations. And they're in Cigar Fellas, one location. Um, we are We have samples all over the country. So stay tuned for a lounge near you. You will be able to find which lounge is closest to you on our website if you go to the the website, go to the Blueprint page. Uh, there'll be a map that shows where they are in all of your local lounges. So always stay tuned to that because we're we're always looking to uh, branch out. With that being said, cheers. Chin chin. Salud. Salud.